It is showtime. This is the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Oh, hell yeah! 20 questions, 105 possible points. I have an answer to your question. General knowledge categories like literature, music, sports, history, TV, geography, and many more. All in a pub trivia game format. I'm paying thousands of dollars for education. Apparently, I don't need to. I have a question for you. Are you ready to pass the bar? Hell yeah, I'm ready. This is a heavy B production. This is the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Welcome back. We host this game we're about to play four nights a week in front of live pub drinking audiences that are usually divided into teams. And uh, we bring it to you at your fingertips on the World Wide Web and social media so you can access it whenever you want. If you want to prepare for your next pub trivia game or pass some time at work, pass some time on the commute, whatever you want to do with this podcast, it's completely up to you. Jason, yeah, in the privacy of your in own the home. Privacy of your own home. You can utilize it any way you'd like. My yes, name is Edge. <laughs> I am your host tonight. Uh, all the decisions I make are final. I am the man with all the answers, Jason. But as I often say, just don't ask me for advice, man. Joining me, as always, our measuring stick, Jason Young. How are you tonight, Jason? I feel uh, very measurable. Very, very measurable. measurable. You know what? In the last two games that we've played, though. You have scored 50 points, which is a fairly competitive score for an individual. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling today coming into this game? I I recall the last game that we played, and I know you guys might be watching these out of order. I don't know, but the last game we played, you were two for nine in the second half. Are we going to have a repeat of that? And by the way, he's got his wife sitting over here on the side. So if you see Jason going off to the side, we are allowing Sarah, his wife, doesn't have enough makeup on. She doesn't want to come on. sit there and mock me is what we're allowing her to do. <laughs> Sarah doesn't want to come on because she's not wearing enough makeup. I can only imagine what I look like right now. Um, I feel consistent, Brad. That was consistent? your question. Yeah, I okay. feel consistent. Okay, good, good, yeah. I mean, he's got 50 in back-to-back games, so we'll see if he can get 50 again. A lot of people ask me, though, Jason, when they tune into the podcast, what is the bar exam? The bar exam is a pub trivia game consisting of 20 questions divided into two halves. Each half is then divided into three parts, and each part contains three questions. So before a three-question part begins, I read out three categories And then I ask a question pertaining to one of those categories, and normally we would play a song when we're at the pub, but because we like to keep this game moving along, we typically play this sound effect right here. It's about 12 seconds long. It goes pretty quick. So as I always say, if you need to stop the podcast, if you need to pause it, go ahead and do that, but we do not provide that luxury for Jason, the, the pausing of the uh, of the podcast. He's got to answer it within 12 seconds. So that's really the gist of the game. It's that simple. Submit your answer before the end of that sound effect. Here is the rub of the game, though. Each player is given a value of 6, 3, and 1 before each three-question part. So you must wager each of those values once per part. You can score 10 points per part. We only give answers for the right ones. Or we only give points, I should say, for the right answers. There's no penalty for guessing. But again, here's how you kind of can mess yourself over. Once you wager a value, right or wrong, you can't wager it again for that part. So if you wager six on the very first question and get it wrong or right, your six is burnt. You can't use it for the next two questions. You have to use three or one. I'm telling you, it makes a lot of sense as the game progresses. Uh, If you're totally lost, you can always check out our social media platforms, heavybtrivia1.com. Uh, Bar Exam PT Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We have visuals up there and the actual sheets that we use during our live games. So when you see it visually in front front of you and written in front of you, uh, it kind of makes sense. But as we also say, Justin, a lot of people tune in just to simply hear the questions and answer them. So if you don't want to keep score, that's completely up to you. If you want to create your own score system, go ahead and do that. If you want to compete, 
that's what we bring this guy on for here uh, to compete. So if you are competing, you should consider this. Once you hand in your answer to your scorekeeper, you cannot have it back. back. Your answer is final once you give it to your scorekeeper. It is a team game, so you can talk amongst people at the office or whatever, but don't scream out any answers. If you shout out answers, that can ruin this game pretty quickly. And um, you can't use your cell phones. This is a brain game. You should not be using your cell phones. If you're caught looking up answers on your cell phone, your team gets disqualified. And even if you're not caught doing that, just know if you're looking up answers on the cell phone, you're cheating everybody at a bar trivia game. And tonight, we're not even playing for prizes, Jason. I, I have no idea why somebody would cheat. You're cheating me. You are cheating him. That's right. Of course, I don't really mind if you cheat him, though, also. <laughs> so I don't know if that's if that's a good defense right there. Uh, my name is Edge. I am your host this evening. All the decisions I make are final. Jason, are you ready to pass the bar, Let's do it. All right, here we go. First three questions in tonight's game, the first three categories, I should say, are movies, sports, internet, and tech. Once again, movies, sports, internet, and tech. Here we go with your movies category question. Again, Sarah is sitting off frame uh, frame right over here. So if he is leaning over there, we are allowing her to play also. She just doesn't want to be seen. All right, movies, sports, internet, and tech. Here is your first question of part number one. It is movies. Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn co-star in what 2005 box office blockbuster about uninvited guests? Once again, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn co-star in what 2005 box office blockbuster about uninvited guests. Good luck, everybody. One of my favorite movies. This is probably like the biggest movie of 2005 also. I would think. Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn co-star in what 2005 box office blockbuster about uninvited guests. Jason, go ahead and show your response to the audience, My response for six points, I wrote Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers is correct. There we go. So he just picked up six points. He can't wager that six now for the next two questions, though. And he got it wrong. He couldn't wager the six either. He's only got a three or a one here on these next two questions. Let's keep the good times rolling for Jason and hopefully you at home with your sports category question. This is a tough one, man. A really tough one. Oh, boy. But I'm sure you will recognize this guy's name. Former NBA star Stephon Marbury Mm -hmm. played college basketball at which ACC school? I think he was a one and done there also. Former NBA star Stephon Marbury played college basketball at which ACC school? Good luck, everybody. I mean, challenge me next time. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, boy. Those are famous last words right there. But it's like that. I don't really want to ever see anybody fail, but... Except for me. If you stir it up with me, man, we can go. Sports category question. He got this one right, though. This is a good one. Former NBA star Stephon Marbury played college basketball at which ACC school? You were only right if you wrote the Yellow Jackets, Georgia Tech. The Ramblin' Wreck from the Georgia Ram- Tech. <laughs> there you go. I think he was a one and done there, too. I mean, he was he was awesome, man. He was a uh, he was a star even before he got into college. All yeah. right. Internet and tech category question. Final question to part number one. It's multiple choice. That's a good thing. Which of these music videos was the first to reach one billion views on YouTube? That's billion with a B, as in Brad. Was it Gangnam Style? Shake It Off, or Uptown Funk. Once again, which of these music videos was the first to reach 1 billion views on YouTube? Was it Gangnam Style, Shake It Off, or Uptown Funk? Good luck, everybody. Can't tell you I know how to spell (laughs) Gangnam. (laughs) 
Gongum's a tough word to spell. The good news is, if that's the correct answer, spelling never counts in this game, or else nobody would nobody score points. Would score. Um, which of these music videos was the first to reach 1 billion views on YouTube? Gongum Style was the correct response. G-A-N-G-N-A-M. Gongum. All right, part two categories, keeping the game moving oh, right Brad, along. Bradley, that, that's our edge. Sorry, this is a perfect block. It was a perfect block for Jason. He's got 10 points. Kind of letting you in behind the curtain there. I don't know if I, I would have done that if sorry, I was him, sorry, but sorry. Uh, he's got 10 points now. All right, second part categories are, that was your first perfect part in a long time, too. Yeah. Let's just yeah. uh, make sure everybody knows that. <clears throat> arts and entertainment category, uh, arts and entertainment, TV, food, and beverage are your part two categories. Arts and entertainment, TV, Food and beverage. Here's your A and D category question. What Las Vegas hotel is shaped like an Egyptian pyramid? Once again, which Las Vegas hotel is shaped like an Egyptian pyramid? Good luck. He is looking oh, for Oh, no, advice. no, no. No. Gotta be. Uh, I'm still going to go low, though. I'm going to go low. The Las Vegas Hotel that is shaped like an Egyptian pyramid is titled, or called, I should say, the Luxor. Oh, See, Not that, Doesn't that, that make one. sense? Not that. The yeah, Mirage? The Mirage, yeah, okay. I guess, yeah. They're both kind of the, uh, kind of have that, like, Arabian theme to them, yeah. I suppose, okay. right? Here's your TV category question. Second question to part number two. Who starred as Veronica in the sitcom Veronica's Closet? Early 90s, maybe late 90s with this one. Who starred as Veronica on the sitcom Veronica's Closet? Good luck. I shouldn't have said anything about that perfect vlog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. You just don't tempt the gods, know, man. Right. Who starred as Veronica in the sitcom Veronica's Closet went from Cheers into this one? Kirsty Alley oh, okay. is the correct response. You got a what do you got written there? Kristen, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. I, I've never seen the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's your food and beverage category question. It is the final question, part number two. This is a tough one also. In which decade was Kraft Macaroni and Cheese first introduced in America? Once again, in which decade was Kraft Macaroni and Cheese first introduced in America? Good luck. Oh, this is my six. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. You learned. <laughs> Apparently, this guy has it. Uh, <laughs> Kraft Macaroni and Cheese was first introduced in America in the 1930s. 1937, oh, in fact, Sarah had it right. So he not only did he get it wrong, but he didn't listen to his wife. I'm trying to play my game. And he just, let's just, let's, I, we can run, wind the tape back if we have to, but uh, he was perfect in the last block. Yes. How were you in this block, Jason? I, I was imperfect <laughs> in this <laughs> block. I missed, this I missed all three. <laughs> I love yeah. it. So all I've right. got 10 total points now <laughs> over two blocks. Okay, your part three categories are going to be music, comic books, and geography. Oh, I should write these down. Music, comic books, and geography. Music category question. First question to part number three. John Popper is the lead singer and harmonica player for which band that originated in Princeton, New Jersey? 
Once again, John Popper is the lead singer and harmonica player for which band from Princeton, to, from Princeton, New Jersey? Good luck, everybody. Quick one for you, Jay. You listen a, to these I'm, guys? Yeah, I'm a big fan. Are you? Yeah. I do like these guys. They got a couple of great songs. Hook is one of my favorite. Oh, John yeah. Popper is the lead singer and harmonica player for which band from Princeton, New Jersey? You were only right if you wrote Blues Traveler. He's a big dude like me. We got to stick together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he is a big dude, although he is thinned out. I think he yep. got that surgery, man. He did. I don't he know. got real yeah. little. Yep. All right. Comic books category question. Second question of part number three. What Marvel Comics group operates out of the Baxter building in New York City? Once again, which Marvel Comics group operates out of the Baxter Building in New York City? Good luck, everybody. Thinking long and hard about this one. I stumped, I asked this one uh, the other night at the live game. Stumped a lot of people on this one. What Marvel Comics group operates out of the Baxter Building in New York City? He does not even get an answer. I don't know. Because he question marks it. The correct response is the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, man. Let's see if we can end on a high note here. Part number three, geography. In which state is the mysterious military base Area 51 located? Once again, in which state is the mysterious military base Area 51 located? Good luck, everybody. In which state was the mysterious military base, Area 51, located? You were only right if you wrote Nevada, which Jason did. I did. Good way to finish the part there. All right, so it's now time for your halftime question. Halftime works a little differently. You don't need to wager on this question. This question is going to have five correct answers, and you're going to get two points for each answer you get correct. So you're gonna have uh, a chance to score 10 points here during this halftime question. Normally when we're at the pub, we give you two songs for this one since it is slightly more involved. What we do with our halftime question here is we'll just take a two minute commercial break after we uh, read out our halftime question. So here we go. Without considering Roman numerals of Shakespeare's 37 plays, name five of the seven Shakespeare titles that are just two words long. It's a tough one, man. Without I, I, considering Roman numerals. Without considering Roman numerals. Of Shakespeare's 37 plays, name five of the seven Shakespeare titles that are just two words long. So you can only write five answers down. There's seven answers, but you can only write five down. You'll get two points for each answer you get correct. We will be right back with more of the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast and your halftime answer right after this. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. You're listening to the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Courtside with the coach getting ready for another big one. We actually ran into one another last night at the bar, coach. We were out late. Things got out of control. How would you summarize the events? I can't say anything because I get in trouble, but I tell you what, we made some bad decisions. Yeah, things really did get out of hand when we started taking shots of Jägermeister. Your thoughts? They're hard shots, man. Those are just, those are hard, hard shots. 
You know, I mean, even if you chased them. I couldn't agree more with you, Coach. One final thing, we can usually count on you to cut a rug on the dance floor. We didn't see out there much last night, though. Was there something wrong? I don't know what to say. I, it's not, I mean, I've lost, I'd like to say. I, I guess. Did you see something on the dance floor that you didn't like? It looked like every man for himself, I mean, quite honestly. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Cheers. Good luck tonight, Coach. You have about 60 seconds remaining to answer this question. 60 seconds. Good luck. You're listening to the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. The Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast is recorded at the Brickside Bar and Grill, located on Lodgeville Road in Bridgeport. A selection of over 40 beers, award-winning wings, and the biggest open-air concert deck in Harrison County. Check out the Brickside Bar and Grill on Facebook or stop in and see for yourself. The Brickside, it's where the locals hang out. You have about 30 seconds remaining to answer this question. 30 seconds. Good luck. You're listening to the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Contact the Bar Exam Pub Trivia staff 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with comments, concerns, and suggestions. Let us know if we made a mistake or submit a question. Contact the Bar Exam Pub Trivia staff at baregzamptpod at gmail.com or contact us on social media on Twitter at baregzamptpod and Instagram and Facebook baregzamptpodcast. You can get official score sheets and game rules by also logging onto the website, heavybtrivia1.com. You're in the game with Edge on the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. It is the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. My name is Edge. Joining me as always, Jason Young, back with your halftime question. We asked before the break, Jason, uh, without considering Roman numerals of Shakespeare's 37 plays. Did you know he's a Shakespeare buff here, too? Did you know that he had 37 plays? I did. Uh, Name five of the seven Shakespeare titles that are just two words long. So did you get all seven on there? I have seven guesses. Okay. These are the five I think I know for sure. Okay, here we go. King Lear. Yes. Julius Caesar. Yep. King John. That's it. Titus Andronicus. That is. Twelfth Night. Uh-huh. Now, my other two guesses would be Winter's Tale. That's correct. And The Tempest. That's it. That's all seven right there. <laughs> That's all seven, folks. Romeo and Juliet, of course, is three uh, words when you have that and in there. And... Antony and Cleopatra is three. You can't do Roman numerals. I didn't think anybody was going to get Titus Andronicus, though. That is a... That's a tough one, man. Right there. Uh, Titus Andronicus is like Shakespeare's horror play. There's so much death in Titus. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Um, That's it for the first half. So what we'd normally do now is read out our halftime standing so everybody knew where they would stand. And then we'd like uh, take a five-minute break, play a song so people could go use the bathroom, make a phone call, catch a vape, as they like to do so much here uh, locally. Um, uh, (laughs) Used to be catch a wave. Yeah, used to be. Now it's catch a vape. Um... But we don't need to do that here. Jason nope. is at halftime. He has 29 points. He is your measuring stick here today. So we can jump right into our part four questions. Don't forget here in the second half, for those of you that have been listening, we up the ante here in the second half. We can now wager seven, five, or three based on your confidence in the uh, response. So you can now score 15 points per part instead of 10. With that being said, let's go ahead and get fired up with your part four categories. They are music, television, food, and beverage. Once again, music... TV, food, and beverage. Here is your music category question to kick off the second half. Bill Medley and Bobby Hatfield made up which musical duo? Once again, Bill Medley and Bobby Hatfield made up which musical duo? Good luck, everybody. All right. First question of the second half. Bill Medley and Bobby Hatfield 
made up which musical duo. You're onto something there with like the word brothers in there. Yeah. But it's not the Everly Brothers. Okay. It is the Righteous Brothers. So Jason, not off to a great start here in the second half. But we'll see if we can get him back here with TV. I know you watch a lot of TV. I don't know if this is your brand of TV, though. We'll find out. <laughs> it's on HBO. It's not. <laughs> it's not. This one is not. Okay. This one is on basic. All right. Julianne Margulies served as a title character or served as the title character on what drama that aired for seven seasons on CBS? Once again, Julianne Margulies served as the title character on what drama that aired for seven seasons on CBS? Good luck, everybody. TV category question. Second question of part number four. Julianne Margulies served as the title character on what drama that aired on CBS for seven seasons? You were only right if you wrote The Good Ugh. Wife. There's Sarah yeah, over there with another right. one. She Why was right. you look over there? Just I just the feel, I feel like I'm cheating. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. She was right. She was You're not right. cheating. It's a team okay. game. I actually, before the show started, Got I it. invited her on. I'm like, do you want, does Sarah want to play with you today? All right, fine. Sorry. I'll look, I'll look every question. Yeah, he could have on. more. He could have more points right now. He is an honest guy. I would have He's an honest more. guy. All right, here is your. I wrote Touched by an Angel. Because <laughs> she's my angel. That was angel. a horrible <laughs> guess. That was a horrible <laughs> guess, by the way. <laughs> One of the, I can't believe I didn't say anything about it. I didn't want to embarrass her. All right, food and beverage. What popular dark and bitter 70-proof German liquor comes in a green bottle and its name translate literally into Master Hunter? Once again, what popular dark and bitter 70-proof German liquor comes in a green bottle and its name translate liter translates literally into Master Hunter? I can't even smell this stuff anymore. At this, it, or it, like makes even even talking about it. I have PTSD like, writing the name of it. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. <laughs> what popular dark and bitter seventy-proof German liquor comes in a green bottle and its name translates into Master Hunter? You were only right if you wrote Jägermeister. Ooh. Yeah, really great, great sound effect for that right there. All right. Into uh, part number five, keeping the game moving right along. We go to movies, board games, internet, and tech. Once again, movies, board games, internet, and tech. Here's your movies category question. First question of part number five. Who was the leader of the pink ladies in the movie Grease? Mm -hmm. Once again, who was, the who was the leader of the pink ladies in the movie Grease? Good luck, everybody. Some of these are easier than others. I always say that. It's it's all relative, though, also. What's easy for you might not be easy for me. But I love the randomness of this game, also. The difficulties always all over the place, and the, uh, the randomness of the questions never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. Who was the leader of the pink ladies in the movie Grease? Go ahead, yell it out for him, Jason. It was Rizzo. Rizzo. Stalker Channing. I'll tell you what, she was a, uh, a bad... Bad mofo mm -hmm. in that movie also. All right, board games category question. Second question of part number five. You can be within two on this one. How many pieces does a player begin a game of backgammon with? Once again, how many pieces does a player begin with in a game of backgammon? You can be within two. Good luck, everybody.
can't write all of them. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, they start but, with uh, all. Yeah. They start with all their pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, uh, I guess if we we're going to talk semantics, no, can't write all of them. The correct response was fifteen. Oh, okay. So a player begins the game of backgammon with fifteen. But if you wrote thirteen through seventeen, any of that would have been good. We gave you a two, two-piece qualifier on that one. All right, internet and tech category question. Final question of part number five. What was the name of the friend who was automatically assigned to you when you created a profile on MySpace? Really going to date yourself on this one, I think. What was the name of the friend who was automatically assigned to you on your cre- if you created a profile on MySpace? Good luck, everybody. Yes. You feel good about that answer, right? <laughs> it, it was a very common name, although Larry's. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Larry is, is not, I think, common enough for that one. But the, uh, the, fir- the name of the friend that was automatically assigned to you when you created a profile on MySpace, this was the last question of part number five here, Internet and Tech. His name was Tom. So you created a MySpace profile, and before you had any friends, you had this guy down there in the corner named Tom who... Probably a billionaire now, I think. Even MySpace, even though it's kind of fizzled out. Guy had to have made it big, you would think, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. All right, part six categories, here we go. Final four questions. Famous firsts, sports, arts, and entertainment. I feel good about this. Famous firsts, sports, arts, and entertainment. Here is your famous firsts category question. Who was the first person to ever utter the words, live from New York, it's Saturday night? Once again, who was the first person to ever utter the words, live from New York, it's Saturday night? Good luck. All right, this is your... What do we say this was? Famous first First. category question. Who was the first person to ever utter the words, live from New York, it's Saturday night? You were only right if you wrote Chevy All right, all right, all right. Saturday. I have a hard time saying that word, Saturday. I always want to say Saturday. It's like I say it too fast almost. I didn't like the way it came off my tongue right there. (laughs) Saturday. (laughs) All right, sports category question. Second question of part number six. In what year? You can be within one on this one also. In what year? Did Peyton Manning win his final regular season MVP award? Once again, in what year did Peyton Manning win his final regular season MVP award? Good luck, everybody. No help, Sarah, huh? Not on this one? In what year did Peyton Manning win his last regular season MVP award? It happened in the year 2013. Oh. 2012, 2013, 2014 would have been the correct response. I think he was a Bronco in 2013 also. He won another MVP with the Broncos. And a Super Bowl with the Broncos. Pretty good career for that guy. All right, arts and entertainment category question. Final question to part number six. Either or, which of Van Gogh's ears did he cut off? Once again, which of Van Gogh's ears did he cut off? Good luck, everybody. All right. 
if I what if I'm lying to you though? Which oh, I do. No. I do sometimes. <laughs> Which of Van Gogh's ears did he cut off? It's the final question to part number six. Arts and entertainment category question. He cut off his left ear. And that was one that you got from Sarah there. Yeah, well, he was right-handed. Okay. You know how hard it would be to cut off your right hand? Oh, well, I didn't know he was right-handed. I so. didn't either. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, it is now time for our final question of the night. The final question works just like Jeopardy. You now wager zero a value between zero and 20 points. If you get the final question correct, I will add whatever you wager to your final score. If you get it wrong, I'm going to take away whatever you wager from your final score. So there is some strategy involved here. Now would be the time, if you are playing amongst a group of people or amongst a group of teams, to pause it and let everybody know where you stand in the game because that helps the strategy here. Also want to let everybody know if you hear some dishes hammering in the background or people, uh, we do film this live at the Brickside Bar and Grill here in Bridgeport, West Virginia. Uh, we have a green screen behind us, but we are live here at the pub, so uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Here we go with your final question, Jason. Are you ready? Ready. Within three, how many Grammy Awards did Frank Sinatra win during his lifetime? Once again, within three, how many Grammy Awards did Frank Sinatra win during his lifetime? Now, typically at the pub, we'd play two songs since this question's a little more involved. Since you're listening uh, to the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast, we will play a two-minute break. Take a two-minute break, and we'll be back with your final question and your final answer. Thanks so much for listening. It is the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Did you hear a mistake or wrong answer to a question? Let us know about it. Email the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast staff at baregzamptpod at gmail.com. Francois LaRue, our NHL correspondent, joining the podcast right now. How you doing today, Francois? Uh, very good, Edge. How are you? Not too bad. I want to get into this Sidney Crosby thing. You know, something I've noticed, though, about NHL players, Francois, they seem to have the hottest wives and girlfriends. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd agree <laughs> with that. I think that's a, uh, a very good observation. Of, of course you would. You're a hockey guy. But what's the deal with that? Why do they score the hottest chicks? Oh, well, uh, you know, obviously, Edge, uh, hockey players are uh, always going for the goal. Uh, uh, you know, if uh, we have to drop the uh, drop the mitts with a uh, you know boyfriend husband, uh, <laughs> obviously we will. Well, what would you say is personally your biggest advantage to being a hockey player when it comes to scoring women? Well, uh, you know, obviously, Edge, uh, we like to grind. Uh, you know, especially in their zone. <laughs> uh, you know, we've got a uh, an ability to uh, you know change positions to uh, keep them on their toes. <laughs> And, uh, you know, obviously, I'd, uh, you know, trying to drive it in as deep as you can. So what advice would you give a guy like me than a non-hockey guy to try and score that kind of girl? Well, uh, you know, you, Edge, I know you've got the heart. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, other guys, uh, you know, got to uh, be willing to get physical. Uh, you know, stay physical. Uh, keep the pressure on. And, uh, you know, when it boils down to it, Edge, uh, you know, whoever has the... Uh, you know, the bigger, better uh, stick on that day is going to get the job done, eh? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Francois, your advice and thoughts are always worthwhile to hear. And I'm sorry we didn't get to this Crosby thing. We only got two minutes, but... Yeah, it's, uh, you know, obviously uh, always thankful for the opportunity. Uh, you know, everything matters. And, uh, you know, uh, you can uh, try to take this advice. And, uh, you know, obviously, it's, hopefully it uh, allows you to tickle the time a little bit more. Get your question on the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast by emailing baregzamptpod at gmail.com. This is the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast.
It is the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Back with Jason Young. My name is Edge. Final question of the night. We said within three, how many Grammy Awards did Old Blue Eyes Frank Sinatra win during his career? And one of the caveats of this question is you would need to know that the Grammys really didn't even exist for the first part of Frank Sinatra's uh, musical career. So this number may be a, a little bit less than what you expect. But within three, Frank Sinatra had one 11 wow. Grammy Awards during his lifetime. Right on. Jason nails it, man. But he only bet two. Yeah. So your final score tonight is what, Jason? 54. Okay, 54. That's a pretty good score playing by yourself. Yes, um, it is. For individuals. So if you were playing against Jason tonight... You had to beat 54. You had to beat 54. If you're playing against a, a group at the office or uh, at a party or something like that, go ahead and uh, add up your scores right now and go ahead and announce your final standings. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Jason, any final thoughts on tonight's game? This is your highest score of the season so far, 54 points. What happened? What made it go? Well, uh, the middle question was about Billy it Shakespeare was. plays. That was, a good one. that was a good one for you, wasn't <laughs> yes. it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. All right, man. If you got a question for us that you'd like us to ask on the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast, email us at baregzamptpod at gmail.com or reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Bar Exam PT Pod can listen to another episode on all those aforementioned platforms as well. That's Bar Exam PT Pod. For Jason Young, my name is Edge. We always finish with a toast. Jay, a glass is good, a lass is good, and a pipe to smoke in cold weather. The world is good, people are good. Let's all make each other better, huh? Right on, brother. Cheers, partner. Thanks so much for listening, guys. This is a heavy B production.